Welcome to Jobs in Tech. Welcome to Jobs in Tech today. What are we talking about, Brad? In the tech world and jobs, I mean, because we are Jobs in Tech, I think today is a very relevant, relevant show, don't you think? Uh, what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I really don't We've remember. We've been talking about it for right? an hour and a half before right? we did the show. But <laughs> whoa! I, no. we, oh, I just gave away. We were trying to do some bantering, right? right? Just, nah, you're fine. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll have that throughout the show. No no big deal. I, I think this is a great. Uh, we've we've started the new format with the jobs in tech, and I think this is a perfect place to kind of put this episode. Absolutely. Uh, in the future, of course, we're gonna have we're gonna interview other companies that are hiring people but today today yep. we are talking about finding your dream job in tech right that's yeah. what we're talking about how to today. how to find your dream job in the tech industry not only how to find it but how to get it also yes, exactly correct yep Agreed. so anybody out there that's listening that maybe is disenfranchised with your current job current company current culture you're in we're going to give you some pointers, some tips. We're going to see what uh, floats to the top, right, Brad? Absolutely. <laughs> see what's there. Cool. Well, with that, let let's start with the fact that okay, I'm a tech. I've been in the tech industry. Let's say ten years. Okay. Let, let's say ten years. I, most of us have been doing this thing for at eons. least, right? Yeah. But but let's say ten years. I, I you know I've got a job maybe or maybe I don't have a job. But I'm maybe you were laid off. Maybe you were laid off, and I am. I want. I don't. I don't want just that run of the mill job anymore. I, I want to find a place where I can really connect and 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 call really home. enjoy. Yeah, call home and love it. How do I find the dream job? What do I got to do first to kind of find that right place because there's jobs out there and you can scroll through you know right. all of the different platforms out there and put in for jobs and that's what so many people do they they just spit in forms and hope for you know a job right. anything I'll take anything instead of being proactive and let's try and find that dream job yeah i mean it's funny because i mean I've seen so many times on LinkedIn about people saying I've I've been searching and searching and I've applied to over 100 or 200 jobs and I feel bad for them. I really do because nobody wants to go through that. Nobody wants to feel that demoralized from being rejected 200 times. So to me, the best thing you can do is you need to identify what your dream company is. Who do you want to work for and why do you want to work for them? When you when you first figure that out, that's the first step. Should that be a specific uh, business or kind of a Absolutely. culture that you're looking for? No, you want a specific business, and that ah. and that company is going to align with your morals and your values and what you believe in. And how would you know that? You figure it out. You need to figure out what's in it for you. So let's let's take. I don't know. Let's take. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is the Honest Company from uh, Jessica Alba's company, where mm -hmm. all of their products are um, just like they're good, they're wholesome, they're they're that's a that's that's what they try to promote, and that's the culture and the value of that company. Now, if that's what aligns with you, that's what you need to go after. You need to find companies like that. Or if you're looking for a company that's really on tech edge, they're like, exactly. they want to live on the edge of tech, or maybe they're a crazy startup and you've heard about them in some magazine yep. or, or what have you. Is, is, there a, is there a formula? Is there a way 
that somebody could look for that. Because just hearing about it, I mean, I could say, yeah, I want to go work for Google. That would be great. But, but what right. does that even mean? You don't even know. I mean, you hear stories or whatever. How would you find out about a company to know if that really is your dream company? My best advice is you you get that uh, that genie out of the bottle and you start rubbing it and you ask for one wish. <laughs> Oh, you've heard it here, people. We have got the right. answer, finally. Now, uh, we just have to know, where. if you could tell us where the genie is, right. then that would be very valuable. I think I can, oh. I, believe it or not. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. Um, that's your, your local friendly recruiter. Not just any recruiter, but one who understands what exactly you're looking for, what exactly you're you're passionate about. And one that helps you understand what it is you're really looking for in, in, a, in a new career or your, your dream job. Okay. And just to keep this uh, so people understand, this is not a sales pitch. No, not at all. This is the truth. If you really want to step ahead a little bit or at least look into and see what really is out there, the recruiters are out there looking for companies and they they have to understand the culture and have to really get in the nitty-gritty with the hiring managers exactly and kind of understand and focus that right uh, and I, I you're you're a recruiter I'm not I'm just in the tech industry in the tech world so that this is here for you we're being open that hey this is an end that so many people don't understand is is a very very powerful tool absolutely for you and, and, and as an employee you're not paying for the recruiter. No, absolutely that, that not. Companies pay for recruiters because they have a need. They, they have a they have value in getting them the right people. Exactly. So, with that said, I think uh, my my other question was going to be, uh, how do we get above the the 400 resumes that are in the pile? And I think that's kind of an extension of that. Absolutely. Of that. Well, and, and it's a recruiter's job to actually go out and find companies and learn about them and know what exactly they're about. A recruiter is not going to just, let me rephrase that, a very good recruiter <laughs> is going to understand the company culture, it's going to understand the benefits of working there and why it's such a good company to work for. Because that's going to make their job to, to help you even more easier if they understand and they know. Now, there are recruiters out there who are just trying to put butts in seats, so to speak. If you, if you can feel that from that recruiter, don't work with them because they're just trying to make the quick dollar. They're not in it for the long run. A good recruiter is actually going to be there for you, and they're going to see everything, and they're going to look for things for you even after you. They're going to check in with you at three months, at six months, after the year, when you have a birthday, when you celebrate your, your work anniversary. They want to, a good recruiter wants to build that personal relationship with you. Because you might want to go to another company and another company exactly. too. I mean, exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like when you get a good real estate agent. You stay they with stay them. stay with them forever. Exactly. Because, you know, you buy a house because they were just good, good to work with. And yep. they remember you and they are, they're real. Exactly. So I, with that, that brings a question for me. Then, then how do you find a good recruiter? I mean, I know, of course, they could call tech bridge and and talk right. to talk to you but how it, what would what's yeah. the advice that you'd give guys to go okay you want to find that dream job go to a recruiter because they can they will sit down with you and mm -hmm. they will say okay what are you looking for what do you want what is important to you what's the culture right is that what you do Absolutely. with your guys that's your, exactly your what i do 
Cool. So, so whenever I get somebody new, I always do an intake call, and that intake call helps me understand. And I'm going to sit there and take 30, 40, an hour, an hour and a half, however long it takes to get to understand what exactly you're looking for in your next opportunity so I know what jobs to find for you. That's just that's what a, that's what a good recruiter does. Now, having said that, there are a lot of other good recruiters out there. Find one that has a niche specialty in what it is you're going after. When you say niche specialty, you mean in technology? Correct. So technology is massive. Technology is very, very huge. As, as to tote my own horn, so to speak, I'm good, but I cannot be a master of everything. I, I have a, a niche specialty, which is software engineers and software developers. That's, that's my forte, and that's what I can place. We can do other things, but that's that's what I know. That's that's the technology arena that I that I play in. Mm-hmm. So what what advice? What would you give them to? Okay, I, you've you've sold me. I, I probably should go see at least touch base with a recruiter. If I've been out there, I mean, you've, you you I've like you said, the person that's put out two hundred resumes, they're 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 throwing stuff in the dark. They are and. Which, which leads me to another question, but I want to know this first. How do they find a recruiter that's worth a crap? Yeah, I mean, it's an interview process. It's got to be, you've got to have synergy on both sides. It's got to work for you, and it's got to work for the recruiter. Now, a good, a good recruiter is going to be upfront, and they're going to be honest with you. At least they should, and they should tell you, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. This is maybe not my specialty. I know so-and-so that does this. Here you go. Here's their contact information. So they're not just trying to churn you out. Correct. They're giving you real information. Exactly. And, and honest feedback. You know what? Maybe you just don't have the experience. You're looking Absolutely. for this dream job. But unfortunately, you're going to need to work a little longer to exactly. get the, the experience that these companies that you're wanting are, are looking yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly it. Like, I would much rather be completely honest with somebody and upfront so they can understand and make a roadmap for themselves of where they need to be versus just saying, oh, yeah, great, we'll call you one. Let me let me try to submit you to this, this position and you're not qualified. That does you no good. That does the recruiter no good. And that does the company no good. Yeah. Well, let's say, okay, screw this recruiter thing. I'm going to go it alone. But I realize just spitting out a bunch of resumes isn't going to do me work. But I bet if I could track down the hiring manager and, you know, wiggle my way in there and kind of yeah. kind of do, put, see if I can get myself above, hey, I saw you guys were hiring or, right. or whatever – what what would you say to somebody who says I'm just going to go find the hiring manager, kind of do do some s- sneaky spy stuff and try yeah. and figure out who it is that I need to talk to and get in that way? Is, so does that not sound like a great idea? Yes and no. Now the, the hiring manager generally is not going to be listed, so you're going to have to do some some spy work on that and figuring out who it is. However, they're generally already getting hit up by a ton of recruiters because that's a recruiter's job. A full desk recruiter is to go out and find new business and new companies and stay ahead of the curve when it comes to their hiring. And they understand that a recruiter is doing that. But when a person looking for the job does it, what does that say to them? So, well, they may not even see your message because they get hit up from recruiters so much. They just may say, oh, well, this person's just they want something from me. That's all they're looking for. They just Mm -hmm. want it. That's not the approach you should take. The approach you should take is start to understand and have an online presence and understand the team that you would be a part of. 
and get to understand and network with those people. Connect with them on LinkedIn, like their posts, comment on their posts, and show yourself out there as being a a thought, I don't want to say a thought leader, but, but putting your two cents into the conversation and asking thoughtful questions. That's going to get you more noticed and then you can start a dialogue with the people there. But are they going to know that you're you're looking to be hired? That's where they... you start that conversation. Mm. Have that real conversation. Don't ask for anything. You don't want to go into this. This saying, sounds like a really great company to work for. Are you guys hiring? Would that be an acceptable? Well, it depends on the post. Uh, I mean, if somebody's talking about a certain this technology, sounds so cool. you would just no. I mean, it's got to be a methodical, thought out. Quite like answer response to their questions. So let's say just somebody, like anything in this day and age, being right. real wins out. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. So if they're if they're talking about a specific uh, problem they're having, and you happen to know the answer, write a write a, a reply about that, or or write a comment saying, "Hey, you know what? I've had that issue too. This is what I've done," and and detail it out. That's going to start a dialogue with you and that person, and then you can start to ask general questions. And if that resume comes there, or if you get to do an interview process, and they're like, "Oh, you're that guy. You've been you've well, been following us." Or people I mean, get that that... people get jobs from people they know. Mm. That's just that's just mm. the way it is. Mm. So if you can build your network on LinkedIn and your social profiles that say. I know three of the people on this team, and I've actually had conversations with them not related to the job. I'm I'm pretty sure that if I asked one of them, one of them would go to bat for me and say, "Oh yeah, I know, I know, Bobby. He's he's fantastic. He would he would be a great addition to our team." Yeah, he's. We've had some really good conversations. Exactly. And back and forth on LinkedIn or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how you start the dialogue, and that's how you 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 go into it without asking for something. Just yeah. being able to have a conversation and like and and share common experiences is going to win out in the end. So, uh, you know, in the past, and all these, all the time, we have spit resumes out everywhere we possibly could think of. I, I think we all agree that that is practically a waste of time. Or what do you think? Yeah, I mean. I know when I get a a resume that's obviously like a form thing and they don't even know what the hell they're putting in for, that pisses me off. I would – that goes right in the trash. Agreed. And having said that, like I'm going to divert a little bit, but let's talk about your resume. When you're submitting a resume, yes, you obviously want to hit on the keywords, but your resume should not be 15 pages long. No. Nobody cares what you did back Mm -hmm. in, in 2003. It's no. not about that. It's about showcasing what you've done at your positions and what successes you have had. Your resume should be at at most a page and a half, but if you can get it down to a page, yeah. that's even better. Because you just want it to be a teaser. You just want to be able to say, "Oh, okay, well this person could potentially be a good fit. How do we I want to bring him in and talk to him and learn a little bit more." And you should uh, I know everybody makes their resume and then they're like, "Okay, this is the resume I send to everybody." But my philosophy is if I find a job that uh and it has this 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 and this criteria, I will make sure that 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 and that yes. is in the resume and it specifically sounds like the stuff they're asking for. Yes. Is that 
Yes, I mean you you, you kind of want to cater to the because that's when I get those resumes that yes. they're like, did you even read the exactly. freaking thing? Because you don't have half look of the like stuff. You know, yeah, exactly. It takes two seconds to just touch that. Yeah, I did this. I've clicked on. You know, I've done this exactly. in a business, and I've I've had this experience. I mean, it doesn't take much. Exactly, but when you have that information, like I said, that's that's ammunition for you. Then you can start to showcase if you know that they're looking for, let's say, an AEM developer, and obviously AEM is based in Java, and you have 15 years of Java, but you don't, you only have a year or two of Adobe Experience Manager experience. Tie into that. Say you're, you can, you can get to understand. I got a little bit of people. this, but I got a yes. whole lot of this. Yes, I'm willing to learn. I, I want to learn more. I want to, I want to. And I'm familiar with, with it. I understand exactly. this yes. concept. I just. I don't have years and years of experience. Exactly, in that. And, you, and maybe that's not even something you say, but yes, I mean not in so many you, words, yeah, but you, know I mean. you can use that. That's as, probably at the interview process where where we're talking now. Well, kind of. I mean, that's I'm I'm thinking of this as ammunition for you to be able to beef up your skill set by asking questions to those people that are already at the company. You can oh. use that as as fuel for your oh, fire to, to say, be, hey, hey to get go. an in to just be connected yes. with them. Hey, I just want to learn because everybody loves to be the teacher. Exactly. Oh, that oh that makes a total sense. I right. love it. So let's say, all right, we've we've somehow waded through the process and we made it to the desk and the gatekeepers got it. We're through and we get that first interview. Yeah, we have we've you know that is man that's the the biggest hurdle and now you're at the interview. How do you set your differentiate yourself? And 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 in a, in a world you know there's tons of people that'll give you advice about interviewing and how to interview, but we're talking specifically about technology. Absolutely. And and that's would you say there are some differences, some nuances that you should be absolutely ready for when you go into a tech interview. So if this is truly a company that you want to work for, you need to do your homework. It's going to take effort on your part to actually understand and realize what exactly this company is doing, how you can benefit, and you want to showcase that. That's what that's the whole point of the interview process is is there a mutual match? Can they do what we're looking for? And if this is your dream job or is this your dream company that you've been wanting to work for for so long, you should have that information readily available. And this this means really doing some work, some digging, Absolutely. really figuring out because nothing is more powerful. That will be very mem memorable in a, in an interview process when you tell the interviewer, "Yeah, you guys do this and this and this in your company, and I really love that. That really excites me. I've been working on this and this and this exactly. that connects with that." And that interview that interviewer immediately, goes, "Oh wow, this this person exactly. is really actually." intent on being here man yes. that is so powerful and that's the joy i mean and nobody does it yes. the 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 common theme here that i want to keep on tying into is you'll under get like for a tech job the one thing you want to do is understand their tech stack and the the best way you can do that is by getting to understand the the people that work there and befriending them on linkedin and having real conversations and it just naturally comes up you'll if you listen and you ask the right questions those things will come available so that way when you do interview you already have that at your disposal you know that oh hey they're they're a big java shop my java's i haven't done java in two years but maybe i need to beef up and, and understand that 
they, these are the new things within Java. And keep in mind, this isn't some salesy thing you connect on LinkedIn. So many people connecting on LinkedIn. Correct. Pretty much 99% of connecting on LinkedIn, it feels like to me, is some sales, sales Agreed. thing. And hey, that's I'm, where I, I noticed you, and we could probably be together, and right. and then you connect to them. And they're like, "Hey, I've got this cool thing that you should buy from me." It's like, exactly, jeez. But but Being keeping real. it real and saying, you know what, I love the company that you work for, and I, I just I just want to learn from you or, or understand because I'm really wanting to get better at this. Yeah, I mean, or, and and just being really yeah. open and honest with employees. There's nothing wrong with going to somebody and asking, hey, what's it like working at so-and-so? Dude, I just, you know, I've heard cool things, yeah. but I really want to kind of know from somebody, is is the culture here really as cool what as people say, they it, say is? it is? Yes. Dude, I, this, is, this is gold. Anybody that's listening right now, this is how you get your dream job, 100%. Genuine, real conversations and connecting with people. That's it at the end of the day. Yeah. And I know from the tech perspective, I know sometimes it's hard or you're I know I know most tech people have the stigma of being very introverted. This is going to take some work on your part to actually go out and do some networking. Don't be afraid to go to a meetup event. Don't be afraid to go to, uh, you know, some some on uh, in person event that that is tailored to what you want to go to. Yeah, I remember us going to that one networking event with that that tech company. Um, uh, remember? Anyway, we went to it, think, and yeah, and it yeah. was it was really. And I just right now it just hit me. We went there to just learn, and we wanted to do a show with them and stuff, and kind of learn what they do. But man, as a there was people. The hiring manager was there, and he's like, you know, if you guys know anybody, exactly. that was, man, if somebody was there right then, they could have had a job almost right then, yep. just at that fun little networking. And then we just did goofy stuff. It was the, the office... Uh, uh, the office, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I know, you you know what I'm talking about, about yeah, now, yeah, yeah, where yeah. we yep. we yep. pretended to be office characters from the show, The yeah, Office. Yeah, I, I don't want to say the name of the game we played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. But anyway, I mean, it, it, that would have been such a powerful opportunity if somebody was uh, looking for a job. Man, what a great way to get into that because the the, uh, the hiring manager was right there. He was talking to us, telling us how exactly. he's looking for great people. We're growing like crazy, and we need good people. But man, if if one, a good person was right there at that, and that was open to the public, this mm-hmm. networking meeting they did, they gave us a big uh, walkthrough exactly. yep. for the company, and it was you know it was at a hundred million or whatever it was doing. And yep. anyway, I, I just think that is such a powerful opportunity. And, and I know there's guys out there like, man, I'm just too introverted. That's not my right. thing. What do you if you if you work in tech, you now have to be extroverted. I'm not saying you need to be the whole time, but you need to understand how to, to network, network, network. It is so crucial to your career growth that it is vital that you that you get out and network. It's it's a must. You have to if you if you plan to grow. E- either in person or even online. Exactly. It, social, all of that stuff. You should be out there connecting. Yes. We've already said it, but it but it there's a reason we're saying it and being so strong about it that that is such a powerful tool to be able to connect with people in those companies that that become dream dream comp- companies for you. Exactly. Well, cool. Wow. Um, I think I think we've kind of we've given our two cents. Do yeah, you do you have. have any any other advice for, for for overall advice for dream 
dream job, either finding and dream job getting. I mean, this is kind of this podcast is this yeah. episode is kind of about finding, finding it and then getting it. Getting it. Yeah. Don't the, the the last thing that I'll leave you with is don't have just one dream company. Have at least four or five because mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen. And always continue to have four or five because you never know what's going to happen. The markets can change. Tech may be uh, tech may become obsolete or, or a specific technology that you use may be going away. So always be nimble. Always continue to push and grow and network, network, network. Yeah, good advice, good advice. My 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 two cents or my last advice is I think we touched on it and it's just a very very powerful thing to to be real or to try to do your best to yeah actually connect people mm-hmm. instead of figuring out what to do to get the yeah. job. Yeah. And it, it is so not done very well or very often right now. No. And, and, and everybody's out to get something and exactly. we all know that but if but if you really come for it so many times in all kinds of industries have I seen where a go-getter just said hey I want to just help and I mean I think Tim Ferris you know from four yeah. hour work week his whole story if you've heard his story about yeah. going to a conference and said hey I just want to I just want to help well, listen, just, I'll help. do yeah. Yeah. I'll do anything you want and then, and then the promoter of the the conference had somebody that was supposed cancel. to speak cancel mm-hmm. and they're like hey that that that, that, one that guy, Tim yeah, guy, yeah. he 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 was cool and he's cool enough to help us and stuff. Let him let him do something, and the rest is history. I mean, stuff right. like that is it's a powerful tool to just be real and just to be want to 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 connect and and be genuine. And and if you don't understand that, I'm sorry, you're gonna have a really hard time. Agreed. You're gonna have a really you're gonna you're gonna put a shiz load of resumes out there and not hear anything back. Exactly. Except for a rejection. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You'll, you'll get the rejection email. You, yeah. you will get that. But, yeah, be authentic. Be yourself. Um, and, and go into things with no expectations. Because when you start to assign expectations to it, that's when, that's when the, your, mental, uh, your mental thought changes and you expect things to happen. If you don't have expectations going into it, you'll be more happy when you do get something out of it. Yeah, I could just see how well that would be even in the interview process to say, you know what, if I go in, I'll freaked out and worried, oh crap, you know, hey, this is my dream job. But if you go in just going, you know what, I'm going to connect to these people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I really love this company. I've done a lot of research. I really understand this company and go in just saying, you know what, I'm going to give it my all and show them who I am. Exactly. And I either fit in the culture or I don't. Well, if it's your dream job, you'll already identify that that's that's the culture that you want, and so, that's a connection. Yeah, exactly. People and, that don't connect with the exactly. culture don't last long, and they leave. Exactly. So, if you do the research and you already know this is your culture, this is the one you want to be in. Wow, you're already a step ahead of probably half Agreed. the people that are going to be interviewed. Yep. Cool. Wow. I, I think this was really good. Absolutely. I, I really enjoyed uh, this and understanding, and I hope you people listening get how important this this pod this this episode i think is yep and even this podcast i mean i'm uh, jumping a little bit forward i mean i'm excited for some of the guests that we're we're you know in talks with um i I think those the types of companies that we're trying to target to bring and and showcase to you guys Mm -hmm. they're going to be game changers they're going to be putting some things on the on the horizon that maybe you might not have thought of so 
I, I'm, I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah, me too. I love seeing what's out there in tech and technology and the companies right. that are growing and the startups and all that. We're just, it's a its a brave new world. I mean, it really it is. is. It's, it's exciting. I think it's exciting with the rise of AI and all of the craziness going on. There's, there's I believe, some really good things happening and companies are really doing powerful things and they're going to need people to help run them. Great. So awesome. All right. Well, let's let's uh, wrap this up, everybody. Thank you for listening to Jobs in Tech. We will see you next time.